started a series called The Power of God, right? And uh, we, we talked about last week how, um, first of all, where does, who does power belong to, right? And uh, what does that look like according to the Bible, okay? And uh, we looked at Psalms chapter 62, verse 11. And the Bible said that God has spoken once, twice I have heard this, that power belongs to God, okay? First and foremost, all power, all might, all power, all strength, first and foremost belongs to God, period. Nobody else, okay? It starts with him, okay? God has spoken once, twice I have heard this, that power belongs to God, okay? And then we broke down what that word power specifically means, okay? Remember how I told you guys last week that the Bible, when it was first written, was written in a different language. It wasn't like everybody spoke English, okay? It was written in two different languages, Hebrew and Greek, okay? So if you go back to that word power in Hebrew and Greek, the meaning behind it means strength, might, mighty works, and miracles, okay? That's what that means. And so this month, what we want to talk about is the strength of God. We want to talk about the mighty works of God. We want to learn about the miracles of God. And here's what's so cool. All that strength, might, and power, okay, all of that. Here's what I love. We're going to learn how that, how, uh, we're going to learn that the power of God is in each and every one of us as well, okay? We're going to learn that this month, okay? And so we, the reason why it's important for us to talk about this is because in Psalms chapter 105, verse 5, the Bible says this. It says, remember the great and powerful works that the Lord has done, okay? Believe it or not, in the Bible, God had done so many powerful works, so many mighty things, displayed his uh, strength on so many occasions, Okay, but in the Bible, it actually talks about how over the years, people literally forgot how powerful God was. People forgot about all the powerful things that God had did for them. As crazy as that sounds, it's the truth. People forgot, oh, God delivered uh, Israel out of Egypt. Like people just completely forgot about it. And so the Bible says, listen, let us remember the great and powerful works of God. All right. Let us, because let's be honest, sometimes we can live a life where we forget that Jesus has died in our place, that he has forgiven us of sins, that we, he already paid the penalty of sin. We can, we can live a life where we forget about that. So what I want to accomplish this month is, hey, let us not forget. Let's remember the power of God, okay? And most importantly, that we have that same power alive on the inside of us, okay? Now, tonight what I want to specifically talk about, okay? This is so cool. It's one of my favorite topics to talk about. I want to talk about the creative power of God, okay, the creative power of God, okay, here's what, um, yourdictionary.com defines creativity as this, it, it defines it as creative ability, artistic, or intellectual inventiveness, or the definition of creativity is the ability to come up with new and exciting ideas, okay, the quality or ability to create or invent something okay that's what the definition of creativity is in a dictionary or an online dictionary okay but if you ask me what does creativity mean if you ask me this is what creativity means creativity is bringing something into existence that has never been seen or heard of before creativity is bringing something into existence that has never been seen or heard of before and here's the cool thing about God God is all about creativity. 
Okay? He is all about bringing things into existence that have never been seen or heard of before. God is a creative God. Okay? God is the master of creativity. Okay? And no one compares at all to his creativity. Okay? And if you don't believe this, listen, the earth is full of God's creativity. So the Bible says this in Jeremiah chapter 10, verse 12. It says, but the Lord made the earth by his power. That's cool, right? The Lord, God, he made the earth by his power, by his creative power. And he preserves it by his wisdom. With his own understanding, he stretched out the heavens. I love that. Because here's the thing. God is the master of bringing something into existence that has never been seen or heard of before. So cool because God has creative power. He's the only one who's able to, able, he was the first one to be able to take something that didn't exist and make it happen. He was the first ever to do that, okay? Now, check this out. The Bible actually shows us this in the very beginning, okay? Genesis chapter 1, verses 1. The Bible says this, it says, in the beginning, God created. God created the heavens and the earth, okay? So in the beginning, before anything, the Bible says that God created with his creative power. He created the heavens and he created the earth. The earth you live in, the earth I live in, God created it. Guess what? The Bible is telling us here. That stuff you learn in school about that Big Bang Theory, it's a lie. The Bible's very clear that God created the world. It's not a product of chance. It's not a product of a whole bunch of atoms coming together and boom! Here we are millions of years later, and there's the earth. No, 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 no. The Bible's very clear that in the beginning that it was God who created this world that we live in. Okay? So don't let your professors at school fool you, okay? This is what the Bible teaches, okay? But it goes on to say this in verse 2. It says, the Bible says that the earth was formless, empty, and dark, okay? So in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth in the beginning was formless, dark. There was nothing on this planet, okay? And I love this part. It says, then God said, let there be light, and there was light. So crazy, man. Because like I said, the creative power of God spoke the light into existence. Man, it's kind of like God was doing the Alexa thing before Alexa was around. Right? You know, if you got an Alexa in your home, you're like, Alexa, turn on the lights. And the lights come on, right? God was like thousands of years ahead of that, okay? And he didn't need technology. This is how powerful the God that we live for is. He just said, let there be light light appeared. That's powerful. What is creativity? Again, bringing something into existence that has never been seen or heard of before. Nobody had ever seen light. There was no light before this. And when God spoke, let there be light, light came. That's the creative power of God that we live for. Okay? Now check this out. This was so cool. It says, then it goes on. It says, then with his creative power, he separated the light from darkness, okay? And in verse 5, it says, God called the light day, all right? And then he called the darkness night. It was the creative power of God that separated light and dark and made day and night. Now, here's the cool thing. 
Creativity is bringing something to existence that has never been seen before, seen or thought of before, right? Throughout Genesis 1, you see many things come into existence that has never been seen or heard of before, okay? Water, animals, trees, plants, grass. God literally spoke and these things appeared. God is a creative God and he has creative power. He brings things into existence that have never been seen or heard of before. It's so, so cool. The power of God is unmatched. I want y'all to understand that. Nobody compares to him. He's on a level of his own. Nobody comes close to him, okay? Now check this out. And throughout the creative power of God, God spoke all those things in Genesis chapter 1 into existence. If you read it, let me see that Bible real quick, Bree. I'll give it right back to you, okay? If you read Genesis 1, it says, God said, God said, God said. Throughout Genesis chapter 1, God spoke and these things appeared. God spoke and these things were created. But there was one exception where God didn't speak during his creative masterpiece. Okay? There was one exception where God took the time and he, was, he took a full day and he, and he actually handcrafted this one because this one was something special. You want to know what that creation was? <laughs> he said monkeys. Amen. <laughs> oh, monkeys. No, it wasn't monkeys. It was humans. That was next, right? <laughs> it was humans. God took the time. He took a full day. And he handcrafted human beings. It was special. And notice something. He didn't say, let there be humans. No, 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 no. God personally attended to this and made sure every detail. And he took the time to perfectly create the first man ever. The Bible says this in Genesis chapter verse, Genesis 1, verse 26. It says, then God said, let us make human beings in our image, to be like us. They will reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, the livestock, all the wild animals on the earth, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. Listen, young people, I want to tell y'all something, okay? I want to tell y'all something. You were created by a creative power of God. Every single one of you in here, you were created by the creative power of God. There's nothing at all wrong with you. You were created, handcrafted, perfectly put together, designed just the way you are by the creator of the heavens and the earth. The same one that said, let there be light. Yeah, that's the one who handcrafted you perfectly. So sometimes when you stand in front of the mirror, you're like, I'm ugly. No, you're not. You were handcrafted perfectly by God. And when he saw you, when he was done, I love this one. Check this out. The Bible says this in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. He said, for we are God's masterpiece. Woo! You need to start telling yourself in the mirror every day, I'm a masterpiece. You dig? You see this? I know Josiah does that in the mirror every morning. This is masterpiece. <laughs> this is a masterpiece you're looking at right here. Right? Listen, seriously. Not with the arrogant or, cocky, or cockiness, but with the confidence of God. You know what? I am God's masterpiece. He created me the way that I am. I am his masterpiece. For we are God's masterpiece. 
He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. You are not a product of science. You're not a product of evolution. You're not a product of a bunch of monkeys and apes millions of years ago evolving into a human being today. No, 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 no. Sorry, it, it, it overpowered, it overheated, so it's not coming back on. But you are not a product of chance. You are not a product of evolution, okay, which is what your schools and science books will teach you, especially when you go on to college. They'll really press this into your mind. <laughs> but here's the thing. You are not a product of evolution. You were handcrafted and created by the creative power of God. Okay? The Bible says this in Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5. He said, I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were even born, I set you apart and I appointed you as my prophet for the nations. Check this out, teenagers. Before you were even in your mama's womb, before you were conceived, before your mom and dad met, God already had handcrafted you to perfection. He knew exactly what you were going to look like. And when he finished, he was like, man, this is my masterpiece. So don't ever think you're a mistake. Don't ever think you're just like an ugly duckling or whatever, right? You're his masterpiece. And God always had a major plan for your life in the beginning because you were created by the creative power of God, okay? You were created by the creative power of God. And here's the cool thing. The creative power of God formed us into existence. The Bible says this in Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. It says, then the Lord formed the man from the dust of the ground. You know that word formed? It means to put things together, right? It means to put things, bring things, and put things together. That goes to show that God, man, he took his time. He wanted to make sure this was done right, okay? He didn't just want to speak it into existence. He took the time to handcraft humans, okay? It says, then the Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground. He breathed the breath of life into the man's nostrils, and the man became a living person, okay? It was the creative power of God that formed us into existence. It was also the creative power of God that formed you and I in his image and likeness. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 1, verse 27, it says, So God created human beings in his image. In the image of God, he created them, male and female he created them. Listen, I want you to understand something. You were created in the image of God, in the image and likeness of God. You were always meant to have the character, the, the attributes, the, the, think, the way God thinks in a sense, okay? No right from wrong. You were created in his image and likeness, okay? That's what the Bible teaches us. Here's the cool thing about all that creativity of God, because again, God is a creative God, right? He has creative power. We're talking about the power of God this month. And if anything, I just want to boast and brag about God because, again, no one is on his level, period, when it comes to creativity, okay? The master of bringing something into existence that never had been seen or heard of before. Hello, in the book of Genesis chapter 1, no one comes close, okay? Let's be honest, not one person. Okay, and he did it in six days and rested on the seventh. Okay, he's in a league of his own, right? And here's the cool thing, all right? The creative power of God 
you and me have complete access to that same creativity. Yeah, we do. But here's the thing. It's not for our glory. It's not for our recognition. It's to give God glory and it's to give him recognition. We use that creativity to tell the world about Jesus. All the creativity that is in you, you have. Now listen, there's not one person in this room who's not creative. You may think, no, 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 I'm not creative. Yes, you are. Every single one of you in here has that creative gene inside of you. Why? Because you were created in the image and likeness of God. So it's there. And God gave it to you to tell the world who he is. To share with the world who he is. Okay? Not for our own recognition, but to let the world know about him. Okay? You know, I'm not picking on you, Elijah. But last week when we ended, I don't know if y'all heard him, he said, So, that power of God, how do I tap into that so I can fly? Right? And uh, he brought that up. Now, here's the thing. There was a young man in the Bible who had supernatural strength, power. His name was Samson. You remember him? You know his story, right? But ultimately, Samson used that power for all the wrong reasons. To make himself known. He wanted all the women. He wanted people to recognize him. He wanted people to shout his name all the time. And so eventually what happened was he ended up losing it, right? To a, he ended up losing it, okay? He ended up losing it. And so with that being said, the creative power of God, or the power of God in general that is in you, is not meant for your own personal glory, for you to flex and show off to people. It's there to bring his name glory, okay? It's there for us to use to tell people who Jesus is. So that creative potential and power that's in you, use it to tell people who Jesus is. I, you know what the cool thing is? Teenagers are some of the most creative people in the world. All right, y'all, y'all really know how to take something that's never been there and, like, put a twist on it, and boom, there it is, okay? So I encourage you, use that creative power, okay? The creativity that God has given you, okay? But most importantly, remember, it's not for your glory. It's to bring glory to God, bring recognition to God, okay? And remember, guys, nobody's on a level when it comes to the creative power of God. Nobody, okay? Not one person. Okay, as much as I love Walt Disney, not even Walt Disney is on God's level. Okay, nobody is. He's in a league of his own. Okay, the power of God is amazing. All right. And the cool thing about God is that he's a creative being and his creative power is unmatched. All right. So let's pray and then we'll uh, we'll hang out until it's time to dismiss.